In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. This thing on. Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show. I have a return guest today. She is amazing. She's doing big stuff for med spas and getting them leads. But before we get started, whether you're a med spa or you're an agency, the best way to promote yourself is through your customer story videos and to tell case story videos. To learn how to tell the perfect video case story, go to our new website, storycruise.com slash case story, and you'll learn exactly how to capture, craft, and and spread those video case stories. So April, I can never pronounce your last name. Iana Zone. Is that Iana right? Zone. You got it. Iana Zone. I had a friend whose last name was similar and it was like, and, but it, they had the NE at the end and I always want to do that. Um, but April, thanks again for being on the show. It's so awesome to have you here. Oh, my pleasure. And thanks for having me. I'm really excited. You know, April, before we get started, I mean, we're going to talk about a lot of med spa stuff, what they should do with videos, how they're doing it, how you're driving leads, um, and, you know, con- and, and really one of the secrets that you're using and how you've twisted it. And we get to that at the end and your big events. We got a lot to talk about, but I want to say something about it first because I want to give you a little testimonial. But I, you know, I deal with a lot of people in the space. A lot of people that do Facebook ads and I've seen a lot of people selling Facebook ads and I've seen a lot of people selling marketing and it gets frustrating because there's a lot of people that don't know what they're doing. I've seen April stuff work firsthand. She's done amazing things for us and driving us leads when no one else could. And I, she's done, I, I mean, I've talked to her clients. We've done a video case story, a big company um, who I just did it for her and he, you know, it, I think the best thing he said in that case story was, man, April got a really good deal because she did it. She did it all on performance basis and she got a lot of, <laughs> a lot of money. So, I mean, in the space, I, I just, congratulations. And if you guys, you guys listen to a lot of podcasts, I know you hear a lot of things, a lot of tactics, April's actually doing them and doing them over and over and over again. So thanks again for being on the show. Uh, thank you for, for saying that. That means so much to me. And you know how much I respect you and your whole team. So definitely appreciate it and excited to to be part of this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's cool because, I mean, you're. I, I don't want to blow too much smoke, but it, it's I'm just excited when I see things work and people doing really good work for other people. So mm-hmm. thanks for everything you do. So let's talk about, you know, you've got a lot of stuff going on, but what you know you're working with med spas and you're driving leads for them how are you doing it you know what what are the keys to really driving high quality leads for a med spa for a healthcare company um and it's it's a good question right and i guess it's really for driving leads in any business um for us it's really important that we are actually holding that prospect's hand or before they're even a prospect um, 
holding their hand and walking them through all the way to become a customer or a patient and showing them something different along the journey. And if they get off that path that we're holding their hand and they're walking them down, we're gently nudging them with uh, different ads or different marketing material to get them back on the path to take the action we want them to take. And in this space, most of the other companies um, have been really doing very high promotions on the front end of of that marketing funnel, and then maybe at the bottom, but they're losing them along along the path. So that's where you know we really are excelling and knowing what we want the the customer to do, and making sure that they take that action before they see the next part of the funnel. It, it, it's so important. I mean, that's how we create videos is that customer journey, and it's it's funny because it's not. It, it seems so straightforward, but I think one of the biggest people have made mistakes is when they're talking about the journey, they talk about their, their funnel, like, okay, they watch this video, then this video, then this video, we get them to opt in and then this, but you're talking about actually creating content that's specific to them. Correct. Absolutely. And, you know, we want to address those objections before they even come up. And so that's part of, of the whole funnel. And that's why video is so important for several different reasons. One, the video is going to establish the whether it's uh, the team of the, the medical spa that we're representing or if we want that, uh, that owner, that doctor to be established as the, inf- the, the industry leader or the one go-to uh, person, the video is going to position them that way. So we're using it that way, but we're also using it to ad- address anything that could possibly come up, um, which I'm sure... Uh, I don't know if you want me to go into that now or yeah, yeah. let's go. Let's talk about that. Perfect. So um, as I mentioned, if they go to a page and you know uh, they don't take action on that page um, we want to show them what that next step should be, or we want to kind of be in their mind of why they didn't take action on that page. So let's say they're going to a cool sculpting page and they didn't book their consultation, or let's say you're offering uh, a package of so many and they're getting a deal, but they didn't opt in for that deal. We want to show them uh, a video. So it doesn't have to be Facebook. It could be through video. uh, I'm sorry, through your email marketing system. Um, It could be through Instagram. We want to show them a video saying, hey, we noticed that you just checked out Cool Sculpting, but you didn't book your appointment. What's going on? And we want to possibly at that point say, show them a case story where, um, you know, Janice was a little hesitant of booking her first appointment or her consultation, and here's her results. And then if they still don't take that action, a few days later, or not a few days later, but a a day later or so, we want to show them another video with the most frequently asked questions, but we're not going to call it frequently asked questions. We're going to say something like, um, you know, since we started running this promotion and you would call out whatever promotion it is, we've had a ton of emails and a ton of people calling the office with these specific concerns. And I just wanted to address a couple of them because they're probably on your mind too. So then you're, you're, you're going through those frequently asked questions. They're getting to know, like, and trust you um, behind the scenes. Like that's, you're not even trying to do that. And they're already getting to know, like, and trust you. So when they finally do make that appointment or make that purchase, um, it's an easy sell for you. Yeah. And you know, 
I think, you know, the whole time you're talking about the, I see so much, you know, if you're a med spa owner, you're not used to the idea of landing pages, but I also see people that are good marketers just pushing the landing page over and over and over again. And it's like, well, if they didn't opt in the first time, if they didn't get, you know, come in the first time, what's going to make it different. And if, you know, what it reminds me of is, you know, it, it, like you walk through certain cities and they walk with, they have lots of restaurants in a row. And then like the people are outside with, you know, brick lane in New York is one of those things that makes me think of it. Um, you know, there's people outside trying to get you to come in and they're, everyone's like, come in, come in, come in, come in. Then they just keep doing over and over again to the point where it's annoying. And it's like, you don't want to even come in because it's annoying and they don't give you any reason to come in. And that's the exact, what you're talking about is giving them a reason that to, if they didn't do it the last time. So that's, that's great. That's great information. Um, so when, it, you know, when it talks, to, you know, I want to talk a little bit about like, cause at the end, I'm going to give your new secret sauce, but uh, what, how do you suggest them making the videos? Cause obviously we make quality videos at authentic web. Um, I suggest, you know, professional for some of them, but also not professional, but where do you see the mistakes in the production of these videos? Great, great question. So we have seen every which mistake come through. <laughs> um, so we, and for our, you know, for our company, we don't do any videos for them, but we ask them to either make or have certain videos created for that customer journey. So what um, some of the biggest mistakes we've had come through is, I guess there's, for us, there's like a uh, super casual selfie type video to the professionally amazing you guys create. And they both have very specific purposes. But the the problem that we find is that some people are landing right in the middle. So, um, and I'm guilty of this one when I first started too. So don't worry if, you, if you're not. So they're landing right in the middle where um, they're producing their own video, but then they have iMovie and they're trying to put in all of these special effects for iMovie, putting in this music behind the scenes that doesn't really make sense. Um, all of the different transitions. So we have like that big circle that opens, um, <laughs> like that turns, you know, all of those different things in one video. Star so, swipe is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I've used it. Um, now these, um, that's, that's definitely okay. And we're not saying that you have to use super professional videos, but there's, there's a balance between the two. So either we want you to do a casual video that, um, and it doesn't have to be a selfie video. It could be a casual video. Like we have uh, a video set up on my desk here with that ring light for, for videos like this, um, or a quick video that I have to put out, just limit your special effects. Um, or what works really the best is a selfie video, walking through your office or your business, talking about what's going on, make a video in your car. So do those really casual things just to get in front of them. And those are what we call scroll stoppers because they're going to stop to want to see what is, you know, what are they doing on a day-to-day basis instead of that professional, uh, pure quality. But then where that amazing professional video comes in is uh, throughout this, um, when you're ready to step up your game and when you're ready to have an automated funnel or even just an amazing website, we need these professional videos in there to up your level, to, to have that branding on point. 
Yes. Yes. And I think, you know, I, I agree. There needs to be a mix of those and you do need that, that personal one. But I mean, especially if you're selling a high ticket visual item, you want the right people shooting it. They want them to understand your strategy. You want them to understand your marketing and, and they want, you want them to understand how to work with an agency like yourself, who's doing these ads and where they're going to be structured and where they're going to be viewed. Because even if someone's good at making a commercial doesn't mean they're great at understanding Facebook ads. Um, and I like that term scroll stopper. That's a great one. So, you know, when it comes to just overall marketing, overall learning, you've, you're coming out with a conference too for med spas. It's, a, it's at medspagrowthcon.com. If you're interested, you can click in the link. Um, you can click the show notes and find the link. But let me, let's talk a little bit about what's going to go on there and what people are going to learn there. Sure. So actually, that uh, is... We're going to be talking about marketing there, of course, but it's really about that business owner that is the the medical spa owner that is very successful, but they're still wearing all the hats and they're still feeling like the employee in their own business. Um, How to step out of that so you can scale, because at this point, you probably hit a plateau of both revenue as well as personal time. And there has to be some balls dropping somewhere. So whether you're super successful in uh, your professional life, but you don't have enough time on in your personal life um, or vice versa. Or for me, when I hit that level, my health was declining as far as I was gaining a lot of weight. I was always stressed out. Um, but it's really for that person that wants to set up the systems, the procedures, the automation, and the mindset of really to scale to that next level. And I say mindset, uh, Ian, you know me, I'm a very strategic person and I'm not that woo-woo, you know, think big, it's going to happen. But you do need a a certain mindset to have that CEO mentality rather than an employee mentality. And that's really who this event is for. You know, and and I don't think that's woo-woo. I mean, you know, if you look at any profession, the the mindset is important. Sports, profession, they people buy that because it works. It's just that there's a lot of people that sell that as the only thing that you need. And you got to start with all this stuff on the front end, because if you have nothing, having the best mindset in the world, if you're not taking right action, strategic action, it's just not going to work. That's cool. So how, you know, when it comes to coaching on that mindset, who's going to be there? And what are you going to be doing with that? Well, we have a bunch of amazing speakers and, you know, we have you, you're coming to teach some uh, video as well um, and enlighten people. But we have uh, Cassie Davis, who's our director of operations, and she's going to talk about how we took myself out of the employee role and, and moved, you know, and now I'm able to create a lot of other things and really scale the business. Um, we have Jason Bookholder, um, who is an, another incredible CEO that's going to talk about how to set up um, some of your, I guess, uh, company culture, things like that. Uh, we have Bradley Gibb, who is incredible, and I learned so much from him. Um, he, And again, these people are not trying to sell anything. They're just giving amazing content. And Bradley, what he does is talk about entrepreneur wealth. So, you know, we've all been told we should invest, we should pay off debt, we should do all of this stuff. But a lot of that is geared towards somebody that is in a a corporate career or in a career and just 
old fashioned. So he's really showing entrepreneurs and CEOs how to build wealth as an entrepreneur. That's important because I know a lot of entrepreneurs that, you know, and we see, you see it all the time too. And they might even have the actual numbers of like, Oh, I built a seven figure company. And then back end, they're like, Oh, I'm taking home $25,000 this year and have, you know, million dollars in debt. It's great. You built a seven figure company, but you know, if you would have made a lot more money working at McDonald's. Um, (laughs) So I think that's fantastic. That's really cool because it's an important part of it. Some marketing conferences, it's beyond just a marketing conference, which is critical. Um, and, and so ideally, tell me about the med spas that will be coming here, the med spa owners that will be coming here. Perfect. So this is for uh, if you own one to three locations, this is the ideal event for you. If you own multiple locations, we have other events, but are more than three. But this is really for that one that is ready to scale. Uh, one to three locations, you are probably losing a little control. (laughs) Uh, This is for revenue. You're right around the 500 to maybe a 1.5 million is really the the target um, person, the target owner for this. And it is important to say, we've had a lot of requests that can we send uh, an employee. This is not an event for an employee, Um, unless they're your, maybe your director, your operations director. This is really an event for you. It's, um, I can't even express how much this will scale your business, but this is not steps that an employee can take. This is steps that you would have to take. Yeah. And you know, if, if it, I've seen so many times people want to outsource this, and this is really the critical, critical thing in growing a business is taking the time out to do these things and have someone help you with it. And no matter how good you think you are, the best people in the world still have coaches and consultants. I mean, that's why, you know, Tony Robbins doesn't get hired for a million dollars a session or whatever by people that don't have successful businesses. So it, you know, it, it works. And if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I don't have time, you have to make time. Otherwise you're going to lose that time in the future and you're going to lose the time in the weekends and you're going to spend time, you know, more money and time than you want to get to where you want. So uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to No, go ahead. That's exactly why more of a reason why you need to be here. So if something happens to you, your business needs to run like a well-oiled machine. And that's, you know, that's why you need to take, uh, take time away to do that, to do this. So what are some of the things that people can take action on right now? So that were two or three of the things that you feel like, like they could get off the podcast as med spa owners or even just business owners and take action on right now to move them into that seven figure well-oiled machine. Um, so there's a couple little tools that you can uh, use right now. So really a lot of it's going to be documenting your, your procedures and your, you know, so you have this manual, if something ever happens, people know exactly where to pick up and what was, what's going on every day. So I personally use a little tool called loom. Uh, I forgot what it's called. Use loom maybe. Yeah. Use loom. So anytime I'm doing something or something that needs, and my whole team uses it too, um, something that is going to be done more than once, we just click the button on, we record exactly what's going on. And I know it's in the easy because it's in the digital space is what I'm talking about. And this might be a little, for those of you that have the brick and mortars, it's a little bit different, but anything that's going to be done more than once, you want to document the procedure and possibly record something to show the actual uh, movements, because this is going to help you create that, 
that manual or for our team and for our clients, we create training sites for their employees. That's great advice. And if you, and if it is a brick and mortar thing, I mean, we, we all have phones, <laughs> you know, if it's a live thing, get the phone out. And that is so important. I think systems and documented procedures are absolutely critical and will transform your business very rapidly. Spend the time doing that. That's great, great advice. Um, what else can they do? I'm going to get all of it out of you. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, the other thing they can do, and we all heard this a million times, but focus on what is in your zone of genius. So if you are doing amazing working with the clients, you should not necessarily be the one that is doing the selling in your business. You should not being the one be the one that's handling your social media or answering your phones. Um, this is for the, the brick and mortars. For everybody else, you know what that is. And we all get caught up in the busy work because my in my head, oh, I can just get it done. It's going to be over with and it'll take me more time to explain it. <laughs> yep. um, but it's imperative that if you want to scale your business, that you focus on what you do best that's going to actually move the needle rather than um, trying to do it all yourself or just doing something because it's easier and faster and you don't think someone could do it as good as you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, and on the flip side of that too, April, I mean, I've, I've been guilty of this where, and I was talking to another, you know, good entrepreneur friend of mine last night. And, you know, it's like when something's easy for us, we think that's the thing we should outsource because it's easy. And so you, a lot of times it's the most valuable thing you do and you're outsourcing because you're like, oh, this is easy. I can explain it to people and you, they don't get the nuance of it. And then you go do the hard thing. And I think that's a really important thing for yeah. people to understand because I was talking to him. He's like, well, I'm doing this thing for free for people who's, you know, something around LinkedIn. I'm like, and he's like optimizing their LinkedIn and it's amazing. And I'm like, you need to charge for that. Um, but I, I agree with you completely. Um, how do you figure out what's in your zone of genius? So it's, it's two things for me. So it's what I, I either, what's going to move the needle and what is my zone of genius um, I do or what I really love doing. So there's a few things that I could outsource, but I really love and enjoy doing that, that I keep that on my plate. Um, knowing what I can outsource um, and staying in my zone of genius. So one, I check number one, is it going to move the needle? Is it going to get me to my bigger goal and the bigger vision of the company, whether it's our 90 day, a hundred, uh, I'm sorry, 90 day a year or that, that five year bigger vision. Is it whatever I'm doing? Is that going to get us there? Um, the second thing that I really look at is, is it something that really no one else can do? So is it the creation of the content or the one doing the videos or, um, you know, making those one-on-one connections with people that are going to help us, uh, network and like our relationship, this is not something I'd outsource to somebody else. Um, so is it, those are like the, t- the top things. Honestly, other than that, everything else can be outsourced. Um, the one thing that I've had a hard time on, you know, outsourcing is really some of the sales part of it. And I think that's just because I love sales. I think that's just something that I have to kind of let go and not super critique everything that they, that they do on the calls. Um, but we do have outsourced people, but I just like, Oh, they can't do it as good as me. But I think it's because I love it so much. There you go. And I, you know, and someone told me, you know, that really sales 
unless you're really, really bad at it, shouldn't be outsourced until higher up. I mean, you can outsource parts of the sales process, but that closing, because even if someone's a better quote unquote salesperson, no one's going to be as passionate about your business as you. Um, and I think that's it's a it's something people have to pay attention to, whatever they are, whether they're a med spa owner or not. You know, and, and I've seen that before where they want to step away and not be talking to the to patients as much, you know, and I'm like, no, that's your opportunity. Um, that's great. Give that a little caveat there that if it's a low end sale, then you should not be doing that no matter what phase you're in. We're talking more of the bigger tickets or the bigger relationship type sales. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's like your, your main core big product. Yeah. You don't want them selling the retail. Um, <laughs> um, awesome. Awesome. So when it, let's get back to marketing because it is a marketing show and I love it. And so we, you know, when you're, you were talking to me before the show about one of the big things that's working for you that I've heard working, but your twist on it, the contests and quizzes, how, how are you guys doing them? Tell me a little bit about how they're working for you and what kind of results you've seen. Sure. Um, so they're, they're two, depending on the type of business you have, they're two totally different and you would use them to, two totally different ways. So uh, let's talk about the contest first. Um, the contest, I've seen a lot of people try to run contests on their own or use, uh, do like a Facebook like or, or, uh, like my page and you get entered for a contest or share this, um, this post or tag people you get entered. You don't want to do it that way. So, um, there's a bunch of great apps out there. We personally use contest domination, um, for our contest app, but there's a lot of other ones that you can use, but the main thing we want to do is make sure that we're collecting that information. And actually, I shouldn't say that, Ian. Uh, the main thing you want to do is make sure that the prize for the contest is actually what you are trying to sell. Uh-huh. Um, because anybody will opt in to win an iPad or a watch or you know a vacation. But um, we just did one for Ultra Slim, which is you know a medical spa treatment, and not a lot of people heard of Ultra Slim. But we did the contest for that. Um, we gave a little explainer video. They opted in because they wanted to win it. Now we have this big list of people that want to win the Ultra Slim treatments. So. Um, we're pixeling, and I, I think your audience kind of knows what pixeling is. We're pixeling the page that they are landing on. So now we're creating more ads for them. After, after even if they don't opt in, we're showing them an ad about Ultra Slim and case uh, case studies about Ultra Slim, some frequently asked questions, those type of things. So they're getting more familiar. Then, you know, as the contest is progressing, we pick winners. They're seeing another ad saying, sorry, you didn't win, but we still consider you a winner. We have this great option for the first, whether it's the first 25 that purchase or whether it's for 72 hours, but we're showing them different ads with uh some a special promotion for what they opted in for. So we're building our list. We're finding interest with a contest or a quiz. Um, and then we are ultimately selling them something at the back end. That's for the contest. And, you know, it really depends on your business, how you, you use that or the type of business. For the quiz, this across the board, any industry is killing it right now. So the quiz is actually pre-qualifying 
everybody. So if you have any kind of online application or pre-qualification before they get on the phone with you, the quiz is awesome for that. Um, you can set it to where, you know, we're showing them uh, different results pages based on their, their responses. So we're pre-qualifying them. If they're qualified for what it is that we want to sell, we are going to do the same type of thing. We're going to uh, either try to get them to book um, a consultation to, let's say it's hormone replacement therapy or stem cells. We're getting, we have a quiz going right now for stem cells um, that is saying, is stem, is actually, we call it joint injection. So is joint injection therapy right for me? So they're going through the quiz. They're answering all of these questions. They're getting to, um, they're getting to the results page. We're trying to get them to book on that page, but most people won't. So we're using that again as our top of funnel, our engagement, trying to get them interested. And then we're moving them along the path to ultimately booking the call. That's great. That is fantastic. And, you know, I know of some people that are marketing stem cells. So that, that's great advice for them. Um, and then, you know, and then you just get them into that same funnel that you were talking about earlier on, correct? Exactly. Yep. That is great, great advice. And, you know, something unique and you're pre-qualifying and, you know, that's an engaging, that is phenomenal. Um, and, I, you know, love to see that. So what kind of results are you seeing now with that? Can you give me like some high level results? Um, so, and I can talk about this because they're top of mind right now because it just wrapped up our um, the ultrasum contest one. So I think overall they had close to 600 people opt in. Um, they were giving a, uh, a, what do we call it? An ultra, ultra, like a ultimate ultrasum package. It was six treatments. Uh, it was about $3,000 for the, the six treatments. And then they gave away one treatment, uh, two one treatment packages. So there was first, second, and third. So overall the ad spend for that was about 1500. Um, to collect those 600 leads, well, to collect those 600 leads, but also they started seeing other ads for pure uh, education on that ultraslim. Now, I think it's um, interesting to point out that this company, the main manufacturer, Ultraslim, reached out to the individual uh, medical spas, and they were trying to sell content. They run a contest, and they were selling the contest leads, 5,000 for 50 of them. Or I'm sorry, five thousand for a hundred. So, wow. they, yeah, they were charging fifty dollars for these leads. Now, the problem with it overall, it sounds great if it's a qualified lead, mm -hmm. but you know as well as I do, if they're coming in through a contest or a quiz, they're not that qualified yet. That's why we're using it at top of funnel, and we have to use the bottom to educate. So, um, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, no, no! That's that's really important I, because you're you're right. It's it's super, super important to understand a quality lead versus an unqualified lead. And it may, that's where the video comes in because you want someone to know, like, and trust you. Um, you know, and, and there's really no such thing as bad leads. It's just the, the amount of nurturing you do to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now we have this, this um, contest where we collected their name, email, and phone number. So the T, the, the team on their side, they can call all of these leads and say, sorry, you weren't the winner and, and still purchase. And then they're seeing the emails coming up to that special offer and the ads. So as of right now, the contest just ended. And so far it's produced over $40,000 in revenue. Wow. That so, is, and just right away. 
Yeah. So, and it's more, they spent more ad spend than the 1500 because now we're doing that second, but that was the 1500 to get those, those initial leads. And that's, I mean, that's great because it, it, this is also an, un, it's not an, a, it's somewhat an impulse product, but there's a lot of consideration that needs to happen. So they're going to get product, you know, it's not something they need. It's something they want. Yeah. So, they could spend the money somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. And I bet you, you know, the, usually what I've seen is on the nurture, at least doubling. So, you know, at least doubling. I know for some of our stuff, we've tripled it on the nurture. So uh, that's awesome. And then that's, and that's just initial customer client value, right? And, and then you bring them in for other services and that lifetime client value, which is an important thing for people to think about. And uh, let's let's touch on that a little bit. How how are med spas considering lifetime client value, and what are you seeing as the average lifetime client value? And thank you for asking that because I think a lot of times when people decide on their ad spend or if ads are working or or not just Facebook but any marketing budget in general, they are looking um, at that first sale rather than the lifetime value of the client. So a medical spa client um, could be anywhere from, it, it really ranges depending on how long they stick with you, but from anywhere from 15000 all the way up to $35,000 if they're staying with you. Because most of the products, like if you get them for Botox, if you get them for, you know, it's, it's a maintenance program, I guess. And yep. then you come in for the the laser hair treatment, the cool, like there's a lot of other things and other services that you end up offering. Yes. And it's so important for people to consider this and keep marketing to them um, and improving that lifetime client value. And it's, it's absolutely a crucial, crucial number because it's going to allow you to compete at a higher level too. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, it's, it's who will, you know, Ryan Dice used to say, and I think some other people, but it's whoever will spend the most money to acquire a customer will win. And it, it, it kind of, it's tough, but if you can take and make 80% of your money back on that first one and then sell them something next week, there you go. Uh, that's fantastic. Do really. You know I have one other tip for you. No, nope, you're not allowed to. Um, one other thing that we see is working really well with just the um graphic ad but also if they incorporate the video it's working even better so if you have a current client list and um that current client list like let's say let's say it's just not a handful you've been around for a little while you're you have that client list just an ad retargeting that list saying thank you you. Uh, we appreciate you as a customer. We're having this customer appreciation day or, or we're doing this special offer for you. But ads just thanking the customer, even if you're not um, trying to promote anything, is it actually is working in a few different industries right now for us. Oh, that's such a great idea. That is such a great idea that, that keeps in front of it. You don't have to sell all the time and, uh, it, and people will buy more from you because they're, they're gracious. That's fantastic. April, it's been a ton of good information. Let's talk. So if someone wants to hire you right now, I think you have a waiting list, but how do they, how do they get on that waiting list? 
Um, thank you. Uh, so you can go to medspagrowthandprofitability.com. I know it's a mouthful. Um, you can just Google me and send me a message on Facebook, Instagram. I am, I respond to all my own stuff. So I would love to talk to you and see how we could help you and possibly work with you. That's great. And we'll, we'll put links to all that in the show notes. If you're, uh, you know, if you're on the blog, it's in the blog post, um, you can Google it. You can, yeah, you, you'll be able to find her. And I, I, is there anyone else with your same name in the world? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think I'm the only one. It's the problem is trying to spell it, but uh, if you get <laughs> and let's talk. And so if someone wants to, um, apply to come to the med spa. You, you apply to, at medspagrowthcon.com, correct? And that'll be in, Flo- in South Florida in, in uh, July. Yep, July 12th through 14th at the PGA National Resort. Beautiful place. It'll be a lot of fun. It'll be really cool. Uh, you'll learn a lot, be able to connect. And connecting with other, you know, your peers is so crucial. So um, people just go there and they, they can apply to come because like April said, she d- isn't accepting everyone. I think that's an important thing. You know, the exclusivity in these things is important because I've been to conferences where anyone can come and you're like, uh, you know, and it's like the, the quality of the people is just as important as the quality of the content. Um. Awesome. Awesome, April. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. My pleasure. It was always fun. And thanks for having me. All right. And thank you all for listening to the Garlic Marketing Show and taking April and I I on your journey. This has been I and Garlic, and we'll talk soon. Video. You know it will make you an authority. You know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook.